Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. He led the Pulaski Academy Bruins to nine state championships in his time there. Bill Belichick described him as probably the best high school coach in the country. His unique strategies garnered attention nationwide. The Zone welcomes Kevin Kelly into the show. Brought to you by Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. The best surgeons, the best treatment, all focused on you. All right, one more basketball note here. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. I could play the breaking news, but I don't think it's that big a news. But uh, we've been waiting for Bill Self to go down for a long time, haven't we? Uh, Bill Self and his assistant were suspended for the first four games of the season, and the Jayhawks imposed several recruiting restrictions as part of the fallout from the FBI investigation into college basketball corruption stemming from 2017. You know, they say the wheels of justice turn slowly, Coach. Five years? It only took five years. Five years for a four-game suspension. He could have been out of basketball by the time they figured it out. Yeah, exactly. They were both named in the notice of allegations, blah, blah, yada, yada. They'll never find an Auburn football coach. The FBI won't because it takes them five years. Nobody's ever there that long. Uh, this doesn't say anything about who's responsible for the stripper pole at the uh, pregame thing that uh, Jeff Long was a part of. <laughs> Welcome, Snoop. Um, okay, so I've got a story here that we are going to talk about in a minute that is related to Arkansas's opponent this weekend. I would not have brought this up, but the timing is too good, and I can't help myself. And I'm also mean. Christian, before we do all this stuff and talk football with Coach and get to this clip of the trailer of the movie that is a must-see for Arkansas fans – watching Liberty this weekend. Uh, what is the question of the day today? Our question of the day today, the first college football playoff rankings of the season came out last night. Who's the most overrated team in your opinion? So number one is Tennessee. Right. Number two? Ohio State. Then? Um, Georgia, Clemson. Georgia and Clemson. Michigan, Alabama. Michigan and Alabama. Michigan surprised some people, I guess. It surprised a number of people. Did I not send you that? Yeah, there it is. Uh, this is Kirk Herbstreit talking about that particular spot. And Coach Kelly, I want to get your thoughts on that. Michigan. Whoa. Whoa. I think all of us expected to see Clemson here. Okay. Instead, it's it's Michigan. Kirk, what's your reaction to that? Surprised, but you wonder if the non-conference hurt them um, when, when it came to separating Clemson and, and Michigan. Michigan, I think all of us who watch football and, and like to think we know about the game, We've been very impressed with Michigan. Ohio State is number two, and and that leaves the Big Orange of Tennessee for the first time in now this ninth year of the college football playoff. The Tennessee has been ranked number one previously. They hadn't even been ranked in the top 15, hadn't been ranked at all in the previous five iterations of the college football playoff ranking. So it's Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson. Okay. Coach? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, nobody's surprised about Georgia and Tennessee being in. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Michigan this year. I think they're going to be in the finals. You think they're going to beat Ohio State? I think, they, I, I, I think if they're ever going to do it under Harbaugh, this is the year they're going to do it. I like the, what they're doing on defense. Their defense is always good, but they're not being as – is uh, uh, as conservative on offense with that. They're throwing the ball a little bit more downfield. They're taking more chances. They're not grinding you out and waiting for a one-score game and something bad to happen. And uh, I like what they're doing this year. I think they're better. But they made the playoff last year, right? 
Well, I know, but I think they're going to make the finals this year. You think they make the final game? Yeah. The final oh, you think game. they're going to get to the cha- the four I think they get and to win a game? Yeah. A game. Yeah, I think they're going to win a game. They're taking that next step, regardless of who they play. Yep. You think they beat Tennessee? Yep. Why? Give me this. I, I, I hope well, the first of all, listen to this. I hope they don't. I want the finals to be Tennessee. Well, I don't want it to be, but I mean, I think that would be a very good finals. Would be Tennessee and them, and I just like the way they match up. I like the way it goes. I think it'd be a high score game. Obviously, if Tennessee's in it, it's going to be because they can't stop anybody and they can score a lot. But I do think that uh, they match up well. I think that this year uh, Harbaugh seems to have a different demeanor. It's different in his post game interviews. I like the. I love watching coaches' post game interviews. And he's different in that, and and I think he's taking a different approach. I think he finally listened after the last several years, and people saying, you know, you know, he's on the hot seat, he's not on the hot seat, this, that, the other. I think he went and took a deep dive into into himself and what they were doing, and saw we've got to be like some of these teams that are you have to play good offense to win championships. If Nick Saban can change and not try to run the ball and play defense and win when they started throwing it around and running RPOs. You know that that's that's the the cookie cutter that you have to jump into to be able to do that and to be able to do that with Michigan. I think they're doing that this year. Okay, wow, that's a bold statement, Wes. That's even more bold than mm-hmm. your Tennessee's going to beat Georgia this week. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the Razorbacks and their win over Auburn. Uh, what made you happiest? Let's talk about start the defense. What do you think of the defense? Well, I, I think it sets up. I, I think they did what is going to happen this week too. I don't think Auburn's a team that was going to attack Arkansas's weakness. You know, their secondary. And then I was really pleased that their front played as well as they did on defense, and they were able to, to make some stops and do some things, and, and even some short yardage things. I thought that they did better and made some improvements. And, and we all, everybody's like, well, it was Auburn. Auburn's a good football team. Auburn's got some dudes. And the fact that we were able to man up and stop them, I think that's going to give our front a lot of confidence, our front seven right there. And probably, to be honest with you, it's going to give everybody more confidence. Maybe it gives – because you can't play as well when you don't have confidence in the secondary. When you're hesitant about, guys, is he running that curl out? Do I need to come up on that? Is he running to go? Do I need to open my hips sooner? And you're hesitant, you're done, especially in the secondary. And and I think a little confidence goes a long way. I think it helped them play in Auburn this weekend. And then uh, I think Liberty poses the same deal. They uh they they don't really attack the the def- the secondary that that we have, and I think that's going to be a good thing for Arkansas because I think we can I think we can hang with them up front, not just hang with them. I think we can be better than they are up front. Do you think Arkansas dominates? I, I think we, I think we win by two touchdowns at least. Okay, I really do. And I mean, look at I sent somebody a thing yesterday. You know, but the one thing I am a little worried about is is Liberty gave up 220 yards rushing on average the first two games this year. Since then, they've given up like 80 a game mm. the last six games. So they made some fundamental changes. Usually that means, without even looking at what they did, that means they went from too high defense because they were worried about their secondary, and they brought that guy down in the box and played one high. So they've got an extra man to play the run attack because – there's no way that you make that because I looked. There weren't any anomalies like a 99-yard run in those games or anything like that. And there's no way you make those changes without adding a guy to the box. And and because you don't get that much different. Because I look, the opponents they played aren't much better, or much worse. Mm-hmm. It's just they made some fundamental changes. So so uh, they're going to try to they're going to they're going to run the football, and that's good because I feel like we we showed against Auburn we can stop the run, and and they're not going to throw the football, and that's that what hurts us. And then. Uh, I just think that we're we're I think that Browse is doing a better job of mixing it in, not throwing any anomaly plays out there when we don't need them, right? And uh, keeping us on the football field. Do you think Arkansas can win in a game where they have to pass it thirty times? 
have to, you know, that's a that's an open question. Can Liberty make them pass it 30 times? Can they load, do they load the box enough where Arkansas will have to get away from it to win? You know, if they do, then Arkansas can. Against one high, I think Arkansas can throw the ball as often as they want to. Okay. And because uh, uh, they like to attack the seams. They like to attack where, you know, where where you'd have that second safety. It would make you throw it underneath or outside. So I, I do think that uh, that's beneficial to us if they put one high. So now if we get down by 21 at halftime and have to start throwing the football? You know, probably not. But through the course of the game, if we just can't run it and it's a close game, yeah, I think we can throw the football and beat them. Okay. I like it. Um, let's talk about the big game this weekend, and we have debated it. And then there's a kind of a 1A game. Yeah, 1A. One, one two. I guess yeah. it's really more like a 2. I mean, there, there's a significant difference between Alabama and LSU and Georgia and Tennessee, right? I don't want to put them on the same plane. But they're both really good games. Well, Alabama could be in that final four. He's, well, LSU could if they run the table. Uh, two loss? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think they They're get in the Final Four. Number 10 right now? No, it's not about that to me. I, don't, I just don't think with two wins. And if they beat Alabama and then go beat the Georgia, can they still get in the SEC title? Uh, yeah, because Alabama's got two losses, or one loss, and if they beat them this week, then Alabama would have two Alabama's losses. Alabama's two losses. Alabama's done. If they, if they, lose, this, if they yeah. lose this week, they're done. Well, yeah. sure, Alabama's done, but I think LSU can't get in there with two losses no. because you've got no, other. No, they could. They, they, they can get in the SEC championship. Right. And if they win and that, they can, then they're in. They're okay. not going to. Are they automatically in? No, but they've yes. never let anybody with two wins and two losses in. An SEC team that I don't wins think, the championship. I, don't think so. I think in. they draw the matter of fact, I think they're looking for that to happen. I think they uh, want that to happen. I disagree with you. I think they want it to happen. First of all, if they beat uh, number six Alabama this week, they're gonna jump up several, several spots. Why would they jump up several, several spots if nobody in front of them loses? Because they're an SEC team well, and they just got beat Alabama. Lose because yeah. they're but, playing number one and number three are playing each can other. You, yeah. Can but you I don't imagine think, them jumping six spots and nobody in front of them loses? Everybody's like, what the heck? They'll jump yeah. Alabama. They're not gonna yeah. jump one or three. They're not gonna they'll, jump Georgia or Tennessee. They'd probably jump eight. I don't know that. Oh, let me look at. I have to look then, at it. So anyway, my point being, they're not just going to jump Michigan. They're not going to jump win Ohio a couple State. more games. They get to the SEC title game. You beat Georgia or Tennessee, and you're ten or you're, eleven and two. You yes, got to assume you're, the you're T- going. You, No, you got to assume that TCU doesn't lose. No, I, I'm. I'm a, no. I, you can. You can give me undefeated everybody an SEC team that wins the SEC championship game, even with two losses. They're going to be in the final four. Okay. I hope it happens because I, I want to see. I, I'm. I'm almost always with you. I think. I don't think so. The I SEC's think, not going to be left out of the final four. I think they want to leave the SEC out, and a two loss is a great reason to do it. Yeah. Well, if TCU goes undefeated, which I don't think is going to happen, so it doesn't matter. But let's just say for argument's they sake, might. as long as you're pulling LSU's two loss team out of your butt and getting all the way to the championship yeah, yeah. i can talk <laughs> hypotheticals too tcu's undefeated clemson's undefeated i mean even a one loss oregon team if they run the table and beat usc or ucla in the I championship game, i'm just saying it's Pac a 12 it's like i understand a, that but it's still I, I, a, you know remember last week i was wanting to take them out of the power five okay maybe not oregon if usc doesn't lose again if usc lo- their only loss uh, is a yeah. two-point conversion to utah on the road right, in right. a hard-fought game and they went out because that, that oregon's questionable got, calls oregon's big blemishes they got beat by a hundred by by uh, Georgia, Georgia at the beginning of the year, yeah, and I don't think they can overcome that. No. I'm just, I'm completely talking out of my butt here, but you know you're gonna have a Big Ten team in. And what if let's just say this: What if Michigan loses a close game? Let's say they lose by a field goal at Ohio State. They're in, and then Ohio State goes and blows out whoever in the championship game, which is very likely. Yeah, ain't nobody in the West going to get them. No. So what do you do with one loss Michigan? You leave one loss Michigan yeah, out and stick in two loss it, LSU. Even, but conference championship in. does mean a lot. Yep. If they lose a close one to Ohio State, they're in. If they they run the table except for Ohio State and lose a close one, they're in. And what you if Ohio State? West? Yes. What if Ohio okay, State so loses State by and Michigan? Are in. Yep. Yeah. What if they? What if Ohio State loses by a field goal at home to Michigan? 
If Ohio State loses by a field goal at home, they're probably in too. They're in. Okay. okay. Yeah. So those both are in. Yep. They're, both, they're both national brands. Yep. According to us, Clemson right now, would the, be the in. Big Ten undefeated is in. TCU. What are you going to do with a two lo- Undefeated TCU. Wow. You can't leave an undefeated team out, Wes. Hey, school. they've done it before. No way. Yeah, they've done it before with the no Big way. 12. No they've way. They've screwed the Big, the Big 12. 12 before. No, they didn't have – no, they did it. Didn't they didn't have a championship game. They didn't have a championship game. Exactly. They didn't have a championship game. They do now. They do have a championship game now. They will not leave them out. I don't think they'll leave them out either. No way. I think they'll leave out the SEC two losses before they'll leave out an undefeated Big 12. LSU is not going to run the table so, so, anyway. So LSU is not even going to beat Arkansas. So if TCU's <laughs> undefeated and it plays out like your scenario said yeah. and, the, and, and, and we have a two-loss SEC champion, TCU is undefeated and wins – the Big 12 championship. You're saying they leave out yeah. an undefeated yeah. Big 12. You're not leaving out the SEC team. No way. You're you know not. Dumb, no do you know how way. dumb that sounds? You you're, sound dumb. You're, you're, you're so saying, smart. Wow. That sounds silly. You're not leaving out the SEC champion. I don't think you you're sound not. dumb. I just think you're wrong. No, you're, you're he's, not leaving he's them out. He's not dumb. He sounds dumb. I don't think he's that's not, like saying I, that's okay, like call, yeah, that's maybe. like saying to somebody you're being a B yeah. versus saying. You you're a B. A B. Yeah, you're yeah. not you're a the, one, but the, you're being that one. That word changes everything. You, you're, yes. you, you're not listening, though. You're not oh, leaving out just said. an SEC champion. If there's a two-loss champion. Undefeat, yeah, you're not leaving out an undefeated power Somebody's going to get left out. Champion, well, champion versus a two-loss anybody. Okay. You want to argue, argue a one-loss Michigan team yeah. is out or a one-loss Ohio State team's out? Fine. Yeah. That's, that would be the case. You're picking on TCU the, would be in. TCU people would go burn down the NCAA. You're picking on the wrong. You're picking on the wrong. And the Power Big Ten team. The Big Ten loser would All be. All of out. a sudden, I'm for this scenario happening now. Well, I'm also not I, convinced. I want to see it. None of us are convinced that Clemson's going to run the table either because nobody thinks Clemson's no. great. I, I, no, I would leave them out if they were undefeated. <laughs> well, <laughs> because right now Clemson is five, TCU seven. Yeah, it would be the loser of the Big Ten. Who's great and flawless? Nobody. All these teams can be gotten. That's yeah. what's fun about it. I agree. With I that. still think Ohio State's the best team. More than ever, nobody's like, oh, Alabama or oh, I mean, Georgia's close to that, to the one we go at. Nobody can beat them. But we still, yeah. But, but we're I don't, thinking Tennessee can beat them. But we think last yeah. year's Georgia team would beat this team by ten, right? Yeah. Okay. I do we too. do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's close. Okay. Their defense was, um, and I mean, it was a defense. Maybe the best in the history of the NCAA. It might be, and that, especially that's especially for talk. today's modern. Power. Stop that! The run, whatever they want. Yeah, they're freak shows. Like seven. They were three and a half point favorite. They won by fifteen. We just talked about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we want to get to. Uh, I like that. I like that discussion. That was good. No, it's fun. It's fun. People like that. And I'm not calling West dumb. West is very smart. He looks really smart. He is. He's got his glasses on. I just think, yeah, you cannot leave an undefeated Power Five team out. That yeah, wins a championship right. game. TCU would be. And in. here's the thing that's crazy: wow. over a two win, a two loss SEC champion. See, he can be malleable. No, the Big Ten's out. The loser, of the Big Ten's <laughs> oh, out. Oh, yeah. yeah. so you're saying either way, I don't have an, an issue SEC with team is in. I agree yeah, with him no, on that one. Yes. I agree with you 100 because you're a, you're a conference champion. You had two early losses. You came back and you ran that gamut at the yep. end. You beat Alabama down the stretch. You won at Arkansas, which is a really good team. You go to the championship game and you beat either Georgia or Tennessee. Yeah, you're in. I got that. No problem. Two loss? Not happening. He's right, though. They're going to no. be in the top four. Not happening. I think they'll be in the two top Two loss, four. never. Not, not getting into my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in the t- no, in the four. In the four. Of course, what do we got? One more year of that? Yeah. See, but it does go to That's happened before. A two no, loss never. team. Yeah. What about when LSU, Arkansas beat LSU in triple overtime? Yeah, and they still went to the championship. That's right. They went Are to you be, sure? Yeah, I'm positive. I don't yeah, think, we, I don't think we had – did we have the four? Yeah. We were no, only two. No, that's BCS. BCS. Huh? So BCS. there was only two. That's yeah. how bad it was back then. That was that's, when we had parody. That's when we had idiots. <laughs> the computers. You lose two, honestly, you don't deserve to be. I agree, but that's not how it works. Don't lose two games. Well, you know, everybody's like, well, we, we but we played in the SEC. 
don't be in the SEC then. Go play somewhere else. We need 12 teams. 12 would be fun this year. 12 will be fun. Okay, give me uh, LSU, uh, Alabama this this weekend. What do you think? I, I actually think it's going to be a close game. Okay. I think I think LSU can play them really well. I think Bama has shown some weaknesses. You know, obviously against Tennessee, who runs it differently. I, you know, if I were Brian Kelly, I would speed up my offense. Where Bama can't make the changes. What 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 Tennessee was able to do was lock them into one coverage or no blitz or one blitz. So mm-hmm. they knew what they were going to do all the way down the field. They go so fast, they couldn't relay a change in defenses in, even if they wanted to. So for that series, you're locked in. And then they locked them in and they ran. They did a great job running. I could talk this game all day. They did a great job, like they had two receivers on one side or three receivers, and they ran what they called switch routes, which are you're just running the same routes you'd normally run, like this guy's running a post and this guy's running a fade, but off the line of scrimmage, instead of the inside receiver running a post and the middle guy running the fade, they simply switch as they go up, and it left Bama two times with guys wide. Everybody's like, you know, Herb Street, I want to go choke him out. He was like, matchups, that's looking for matchups. They were in zone. That's not matchups. Matchups is man-to-man. They were in switch routes. It confused the reads for Bama, and they couldn't get out of it. And they came back out there and caught them in another zone that they liked, did the same thing, caught them for two wide-open touchdowns. You can Bama showed a weakness right there, but LSU didn't go fast. But if they do, I mean, if I saw it, watch that Tennessee and I'm Brian Kelly, mm-hmm. I'm going as fast as we can possibly go because that's when they're the weakest, when Saban and his defensive cronies over there can't call a defense and change it mid-possession. This is something LSU hasn't been doing, but they've had a bye week. Can you get ready to go fast with that extra time? You can go faster. I just don't know. You know, coaches have egos. I've never seen Kelly go fast ever. I know. I haven't either. And, and coaches have egos, though. And and you would think the ego would be winning. It's all about winning. Mm-hmm. But the ego might be about, oh, we're not going to copy somebody. I'm going to show them we can beat them my way. We can be, and you know, I think that hinders a lot of people because I would be watching if somebody attacked a weakness Bama had and showed that you're you're an idiot for not attacking. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you're not going to beat them otherwise. Because let's say you do things your own way and you get beat by twenty five, then everybody's like, "Well, that was stupid." You know, you've shown so much promise early in the year and what you could do. And Tennessee gave you a roadmap. Let me ask you about the NFL. Love the NFL. I love football. Should we hit a break first? Yeah, we can. Did we talk Georgia? Tennessee? Uh, yeah, at length. I didn't talk it. Oh, that's okay. I didn't need to talk it. I thought we started there. No, y'all started there. Oh, sorry. I guess <laughs> we never got around to you. Who do you no, like you, in that you, game? You, you, you waited till I wasn't here. I mean, you did it before I was here. Well, it's a big topic of discussion. I know. Who do you like? It's close. I, I, I think it could go either way. I'm wanting Tennessee to beat them. Well... Because I'm wanting somebody to be vulnerable, but... Hey, Guessy McGuesserson, give would me bet, the analysis. I, that's I would, what you're here for. I, I would bet... <laughs> I, I would say... Tennessee leads at halftime. Georgia wins the game. I like that. I th- by less I think, than a touchdown? Yeah. Or a touchdown or less? Yeah, I think by touchdown or less. I, th- I think Georgia makes some halftime adjustments. I think Tennessee shell shocks everybody. You, I remember, y'all, y'all know, I don't, it's been a long time, when Gus was at Shiloh Christian, Gus Malzahn at Shiloh Christian, he was running things so fast when nobody else was doing it. We took our team up there, and we were caught with 12 or 10 men on the field like eight times i mean we simulated in practice we had two different huddles we're holding up cards so we could get the guys going to simulate it against our defense we couldn't figure it out and that's what tennessee does they show now the next year we went up there and we're able to win but they shell shock you you cannot you can watch it and their coaches can tell the players they're just ready to go ready to go and you can try to simulate it in practice but you cannot 
and they'll shell shock them early. I think they'll get a couple early scores. They'll be leading at the end of the first quarter, maybe halftime, and then I think I think Georgia comes back and makes some adjustments in the second half and just says, screw it, here's what we're doing, and they do that. And, and Georgia can line up and play man if they want to, put a spy on them and still get pressure, and I think that's what you have to do against Tennessee if you can line up and play man with those guys. Georgia's best defensive players out. Torres Peck Muscle, linebacker, yeah. Next leads man team up. in sack. Next man yeah. up for those they, guys. I, I was reading about this morning. Those guys have already played some because he went out yeah. relatively yeah. early yeah. in the last one. Uh, let's take a time out. We'll talk NFL when we come back. i got a few teams I want to ask you about and get your thoughts. They line up one monster right after the other at Georgia, like Bama used to. Yeah. yeah. You used to so long yeah. ago, two years ago. <laughs> hey, it is what it is, right? Yeah, they're, they're garbage. They only they're got, not on top anymore. They only got second last year. Only one team gets to be get that designation. That's Georgia. You know about that. Caroline. I love this song. There's a guy that works for uh, Don Dugan. And he is really good at uh, doing this song at karaoke, and it is so dang entertaining because I'm probably never going to see – well, Outcast doesn't perform together anymore. I don't know what happened with Big Boy and Andre, but anyway, he's so good, and he even knows like the fast rap part on this song. I love it. I've talked about it before in the air. Anyway, if you ever get to karaoke – by the way, Roger Scott will be at karaoke tonight at South on Main. You should bring your wife out. It's fun. Nobody wants me at karaoke. I want you to – you don't have to sing. I don't sing. I just go and watch. You don't I'm like, sing? I'm like a guy who likes to watch. You don't Speaking sing? of, we're going to get to this crazy Liberty story in just a minute. You're a voyeur. I'm a voyeur when you're it comes to karaoke. Very good. Christian. Yeah. I like to peek adult. over your fence into your yard while you're singing. Wow. Anyway, we're going to talk about that in a second. Are you going to stay till uh, 12? I don't know. Do you want me to? Yes, because i got to do it. That's the nicest thing you've ever said. I got th- Thank you. I say something nice to you every week. i got three clips i got to share. I'm jacked about them. i got a Shaq clip that's phenomenal. Okay. He calls a man out on the carpet that deserves it. I got a great clip about DK Metcalf, and I want to ask you about that too. That should have been our question today. Have you ever been part of a sporting event where you had to, where you were playing, where you're a participant in a sporting event, and you had to run to the bathroom mid-game? <laughs> no, I never had either. I, I say that. I say that. I did have to. I did have to. I did have to take a 30-second pee break one time. I n- never have. And it was like in the middle of the second quarter. I think, God, halftime can't get here. They kept throing flags and incomplete passes and whatever, whatever. So I waited till they got the ball. The other team got the ball, and I ran to the bathroom and came back out. Okay. <laughs> I've but never I don't had that. I don't even. I had the coaches. Several of the coaches said they didn't even know I was going, hmm. which tells you a lot about my coaching <laughs> abilities. And you're very fast. Or that. So, okay, I got this clip too. All right, Arkansas is playing. Let me just play this one. Arkansas is playing Liberty this weekend. You've already seen this clip, apparently. I thought you're doing NFL here, and then clips. We're gonna come back to it. Okay. Um, I gotta talk. At some point, I've got to talk about my people. Go ahead. You know what? I can. Yes, my Quickly, part's, my part's so not sponsored. You're supposed thank to you, sponsor. Bowen Heflin. Thank we appreciate you. Yes. I love the docs. And, I, you know, I was thinking about it, and I thought, you know, I want to mention all these guys. These are great guys. I've met all of them. They coach. They, they, coach. they, they, they fix different things. You want a shoulder fixed, you got you got Bowen, you got Heffley, you got Sam Moore over there. You want a hand fixed, they can fix your hands. You got Dr. Rhodes and Abler over there. You need adult reconstruction, arthroscopy. You got Dr. Stewart, foot and ankle. You got Dr. Wynn. For total joint and revision of the knee and hip, you got Dr. Edwards. And then let's not forget the thing that we walk around on all the time, our feet. we got a Mm. podiatrist over there and Dr. Burks. All of them are great guys. They have a great hospital they do surgery in, things like a hotel over there. And what uh, I was looking at something the other day was pretty cool. People, and and I don't even want to put this in people's mind, you know, people sue doctors a lot, malpractice suits and stuff like that. You don't sue guys that are awesome and come tell you about what they did, how they did it, and why they did it. And these guys have the best, quote-unquote, bedside manner. Truly, my son's had five surgeries there. I've had a couple. It's the best bedside manner. I've watched 
every kid I've coached have surgery there that has had surgery there. Best bedside manner and explanation of what's going on of anybody I've seen. I love it. It's good. All right, let's talk about the NFL so West doesn't yell at me. But I do have to play these clips. They're so phenomenal. And I want to talk about the Arkansas Let, let me say this. About, for all the problems that people in the world have with you, mm-hmm. I don't have any when it comes to you saying you need to hear this. I know I need to hear it. You need to hear it. It's good. Well, you've already seen the movie, though, right? No, I didn't. I just saw, I saw, the, the, I saw the trailer and started reading about it. i got to share the trailer. Uh, it's about Jerry Falwell Jr. Uh, and Liberty. Because Arkansas is playing Liberty this week. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Liberty. I think it's a different deal. Yeah, you're right. They don't want to be associated. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about the NFL quick so Wes doesn't get his undies in a bottle. Uh, let's start with the Cowboys. Love and Wes got mad. So we were at the gym this morning, and I look over, and Wes is, like, flagging me down while I'm doing, uh, I'm doing like, hip adduction. And he's, like, yelling at me over there. He's over there doing, I don't know, what were you working on? Shoulders? Was, no, I was doing uh, You were doing uh, leg extensions. Yeah. yeah. So, or curls, sorry. Leg curls. Leg yeah. curls. So he flipped out because the NFL, the SPM folks were asking if the Cowboys need to. Uh, what was the question about whether they're? Hey, gonna, why, why didn't they add they, a wide receiver at the draft deadline? And he was all bent out of shape. I'm like, <clears> man, Jim's usually his place to come be peaceful. Now you got him all mad. Thanks a lot, ESPN. You jerks. You know well, the whole thing. So mad about it. Well, because the whole thing is the Cowboys need to run the ball more. The Cowboys need to get back to running. They don't need Dak throwing it 30 times a game. Why? Why? Why do they throw it all the time? Run the ball. You got Zeke. You got. Yeah, you know, Tony Pollard. Let's and trade so Ezekiel what? Elliott for a receiver. Well, nobody's going to take that uh, contract. That's the worst contract in that the NFL. Well, thank you. At least we can agree on that. So they're doing that, Coach. They're they're six and two. They're running the ball. Uh, Dak is throwing it 25, 30 times a game. It's a great it's a great combination. Can so I, now all of a sudden you want them to change things and start throwing the ball more? That's why they got rid of Amari Cooper. They're trying to balance out uh, the contracts to where the money is on the team. They had too much money tied up in the wide receivers. They wanted to make a commitment to running the ball. They're running the ball. They're having success. Oh, no, let's change all that and let's get a receiver in so you can start throwing it more. Yeah, but l- let me say this, too. They were they were winning running the ball with Cooper Rush. They had to run the ball. They had the worst analytical offense in the league during that time. And let me just say this. They beat during that time Cincinnati, who was on a three-game losing streak. The Giants, who anybody could beat them or they could beat anybody, it looks like right now. Uh, now maybe they could get beat by anybody. They beat Washington, who's one of the worst teams in the league. The Rams, who obviously Washington's now are one four of the worst teams. Giants are six and two. Okay, they, they, it's because they're playing teams in their own division that still suck. No, Even though not. everybody says good, they're not. But that, they that, played each other and, once, and, and, and they beat Detroit. And da- I don't know. I'm a Dak fan. I think Dak does a good job. I think we need to get rid of Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. Now I'm all for running the ball with him. There's only three running backs that's averaged five yards a carry over the last three years. Every time they touch the ball, and he's one Pollard, of the three. I'm Mr. He's Tony explosive. Pollard. He's explosive. He gets through the hole faster, so an arm can't reach out and grab yep. him and tackle him. Dak bruises through. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott bruises through the hole, but he's a little mm-hmm. slower through it. And he always likes to aim for contact at the end instead of running around and breaking another tackle and taking it to the end zone. Coach, let me ask about Colts Patriots. It's in New England this weekend. They're a five and a half point favorite. I think I like the Patriots more than I want to. I I I, I don't. I'm 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 I'm. I don't like talking about the Patriots much, but I, I think that the Colts are not a very good football team, and they're starting to trade guys away right now. And, and they're starting a they're starting a guy that hasn't started much before, and he didn't show me a lot. He threw the ball well a couple times, but I mean, you know, it's not hard to 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 beat a rookie quarterback. And if you'll look in the history of the NFL, Belichick's the best that there's ever been when facing a quarterback. That's a rookie. I love it. I love the Bills or the Bills. I love the Patriots this week. Let me ask you about Bills at Jets, Titans at Chiefs. Chiefs at home, twelve and a half point favorite. Bills on the road, twelve and a half point favorite. Which dozen plus favorite do you like more this weekend? 
I guess the Chiefs. But you like them both. But I love them both, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the Jets are pretenders. I think, uh, you know. Zach Wilson made a high school play last week. It was so horrific. Well, Zach, I, I, could we not? Could we down with the high school? Why is that? He's always knocking on the high schools. Because he's an co- NFL quarterback. How many of your high school guys were NFL quarterbacks? None. Well, some of them, they were too short. Some of them could have been. Okay. But anyway, that all said, like Zach Knight. Wilson is 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 way overrated. They won a couple games. They won them with fluke defenses. They beat the Broncos, mm-hmm. who can't score. Zach Wilson's been overrated. Coming out of college, he was the single worst quarterback at the combine under pressure in college. When he was when they blitzed one more guy than they showed on the defensive line, he was the worst. He was the worst in college football out of 132 guys. And in the NFL, you know what you see every play. Pressure. pressure. Freaking guys are coming after you. And he throws the ball up. Can he throw the ball? Well, yeah, he does. But inconsistency in the NFL leads to sacks, interceptions, fumbles, losses. and losses. Yeah, that's Good. it. Hmm. He's he's overrated. Um, if you were the Jets, the would Jets you start are Joe Flacco over him? I would. There's no question I would. I think okay. I would, too. How about would, you? Ra- would you? Yeah. Yeah, I would, too. Got played one game, through for 300 yards, and want to win. Saints pretended they want to make things interesting last weekend and beat the Raiders 24 to nothing. The Ravens are going to go to New Orleans and win i think this weekend or it's monday i guess i'm now it, it took me a long time to become a lamar jackson fan because i just like quarterbacks that play quarterbacks stand in the pocket make the reads mm-hmm. throw the football and they design the offense differently that's not his fault i'm not i don't think he can stay in the pocket play from behind mm-hmm. and make reads and throw the ball but i like lamar jackson now and sadly, I say all that to say, God, I think the Saints might beat him this week. Hmm. Why do you say that? I just think that that they look a little. I mean, the, first of all, the they don't have a good they don't have a good go to receiver besides their tight end Andrews. Okay, and, and you've got to have one. They don't have a wide receiver one. They hmm. mortgaged the farm a little bit for an offensive line and some defensive guys and stuff like that. And they've piddled around and went after a guy here and there that's a receiver, but never after a one. They hmm. just hoped he was one. Hope is not a good plan, by the way. You need to have a plan, not a hope as your plan. And uh, and, and that hurts them. They don't have a go-to guy that he can throw to when they decide to double cover Andrews. And, and it's not hard to take a tight end away if you really focus on that and are willing to double cover him. Most guys aren't because they think you've got to double cover a wide receiver because he can beat you on an 80-yard play. But uh, I think the Saints are finally figuring out how to use Taysom Hill better. I mean, you know, they went and they're playing him at quarterback and doing this, and now they're mixing him in different places and letting him be him. So, I mean, that sounds kind of weird and, and very subjective, but I do think that's the case, and I think down there in New Orleans, I think they get another win. You like Dalton more than I do, apparently. All right, so let's go to this clip. Real quick. No. I got – I'm down on uh, Gotta go. Aaron Rodgers. Moving on. I think they're done. Packers, done. Dude, done. you said this okay. three weeks ago. Get some new material. My God, done. you've been saying the same thing. You've been beating that drum for three no, weeks. No, I said that. I'm asking him if he thinks that. Everybody's given up on the Packers. Even even he's given up on the Packers. He had to basically lie in the face I see of Pat. Uh, a little tension when you come to the Packers. No, but he had to lie to Pat McAfee. I thought McAfee you were done with the Packers. I thought you were done with the Packers. I am done, but I'm saying I'm okay. also done talking about them. They're not relevant. They're not germane to the conversation they in the NFL always, race. No, they're always oh, yeah. germane to the conversation as long as Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is there. That whole division's terrible. They should leave the entire NFC North out of the playoffs this year. I know the Vikings have a different argument. I told everybody at the beginning, I bet the Vikings to win that division. Congratulations. I got like 17 to 1 on them. I bet you did. Yeah. Good call. Can you cash that yet? Huh? Will they let you cash it yet? Another couple games they might. They're going to be a lot of marginal quarterbacks in the postseason is what you're telling me, and he's one of them. Is Aaron Rodgers not a marginal quarterback? No, he's the best quarterback going. Oh, my gosh. He is the most talented that's ever played the game, but he's the most underachieving for his talent that's ever played the game. I'll give you that. He and uh, Drew Brees are going to end up with one Super Bowl piece. I know. That's sad. It is sad. But, but it's better than zero. I would say this. Dan Marino's like, that'd be okay. I would say this. It's more Aaron Rodgers' fault 
that he's only got one Super Bowl than Drew Brees. Than a dude's Drew Brees. Hundred percent. I'm with you. No question. I disagree. Well, well, well. Ooh. Come on I think in, he's actually Wizard. Performed pretty well in the playoffs usually, but his defenses have stunk. Yeah, when he's gotten to the playoffs, he has completely quit playing, though, Christian. He does not look engaged at last all. Last year, he was off in the playoffs. I'm not even going to defend him there. Uh, year he, before last, he was off in the playoffs. Now, in years past, he's been good, but oh his defensive uh, give up like 35 points a game in the playoffs. They give up 35 points because he likes throwing picks and fumbling in the playoffs. Mm. It's easy to do. I'm not down on Aaron Rodgers as a career, but yes, right now he's not very uh, good. No, I mean, he's, like I say, most talented guy to ever played a game. Can I please make fun of Liberty? Yes. Thank you. Uh, there's a movie coming out, or it's out. It's on Hulu. I don't have Hulu. Has anybody got Hulu? I need a Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, I saw Wes. the preview, but I don't have Hulu. Yeah. I'll come over and watch it your house. <laughs> I'll bring you some Squirrel Sailor, for example. Um, that's called regifting. where I come from. I want to go to his house and eat some steak. Uh, hey, yeah, me too. Hey, listen, uh, the 30-point uh, line didn't work out too well for Wes. <laughs> but, but Buffalo could have won by whatever they wanted to, admittedly. I told you I'd give you 10. You would have tied. Yeah, I would have. Um, you would have given me 12, let's be honest. Nope. Okay. But you're going to give me 12 and a half this week if I wanted the Titans. Yes. 100% I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, There's so many things about that matchup we love. We talked about it on the, off the air. Just trust me when I say I like the heavy favorites in those two games this weekend. Okay, so Arkansas is playing Liberty this week. For those who don't know, Jerry Falwell Jr. and his wife got embroiled in a big controversy. I never thought we'd get more of the story. I cannot believe a documentary has been done. And one of the guys doing the documentary is the da- guy that did Cocaine Cowboys. He's one of the guys involved yeah. in it, um, Billy uh, Corbin, who's been on the show a couple of times before. He's friends with Pat's brother. Pat's brother took a couple classes from him down in, my, in Miami. Anyway, great documentarian. I cannot wait to watch this. And I'm not normally someone who dives into something for titillation's sake. And that's really all this is. However, Arkansas is playing Liberty this week. So, Christian, it's my duty as a fan to watch this so I really understand the full story of the Flames, right? Right. It's an audio <laughs> medium. Don't nod your head at me. This isn't your first day. Come on, man. You're excited about this, aren't you? Don't you want to watch this? Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, you and Cher's going to sit around At tonight. some point. You can watch this tonight. Come on. This is going to be interesting. Right. I'm going to have a few drinks. I'm going to go home and watch this, and I'm going to be like, what? He did what? As a pool attendant, I would get hit on. But if I would have known that accepting this woman's invitation to go back to her hotel room would have led to a scandal involving the president of the largest Christian university in the world and the president of the United States, I would have walked away and just enjoyed my private life. The Falwells are the Southern Gatsby's. They're wealthy, powerful. With a Christian's communications empire. And they're sloppy as They have a public image, but behind the scenes, they're freaks. At the time, I didn't really know who they were. My brother was at the age of one of their sons. He started being friendly with the kids. They had no idea that their dad liked to record his wife in a room by a younger guy. <laughs> what is happening? Becky was in love with this kid. Jerry was looking at keeping his wife happy. They were bringing him into a world he couldn't imagine. Real estate, politics. He was on top of the world. I'm like, this is it. I have never heard of anybody buying some kid that they met at the pool for a half million dollar business. Chris, did you get the one swear word out of this, by the way? They bleeped the one earlier. so no, There was I one didn't. at the end. No, I didn't. Okay. Well, we better just stop it right there. If that isn't enough to get you excited, check it out. It's on Hulu. It's called God Forbid. It's the story of the Falwells, the pool boy, and the fall of an empire, or at least a family. Is it fiction? No, this is all too real. Nonfiction. <laughs> it's a documentary, man. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Cannot wait to see it. Uh, we got a break, right? Right. Okay, let's do a break. When we come back, I got this other clip and this other clip. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal, who 
continues to be the voice of reason in the NBA. Not Charles. Put put Kyrie Irving over his knee. Shaq did? Oh, yeah. Or was it Charles? Kyrie did. Oh, Barkley did, too. Yeah, Shaq was better. Shaq was much more poignant. Shaq was much more passionate. Oh, I do want to hear that. It was excellent. And Charles was good. Yeah. Charles called him out, too, but Shaq's... Okay, Charles was good. Shaq was great. Uh, also, DK Metcalf, Metcalf on... Poopgate. I, I know you're you're way into too into that. Coach, listen to you. You're way too. Into it's it. an hilarious story. His story part. His part's not even. There's an odd twist to the story that is even weirder. And I will share it with you coming up. And you tell me if I'm wrong. All right. You told me a minute ago. If you're want to hear uh, it, it must I, be good. I, I know, but Don't I'm not your into, mind. I'm not into poopgate. It's funny, coach. It's weird, and, coach. And you're one of those kids that thought it was funny when somebody in the class had to get up and use the bathroom. They were gone for 10 minutes, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, you thought that was funny. Every time a kid gets hit in the groin, it's funny. What? No, Every no, time yeah, a kid a farts, little... it's funny. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, I'm 12. So are you. Don't kid yourself. You can put on a happy face over <laughs> here, pal. I know men. They're all the same. No, we no, all no, think that stuff's funny. 90% of this stuff. We've got a 10% difference. Okay. Well, these are all in the 90. Yeah. Put Kyrie Irving and uh, Ye in the same boat right now. Like, you're just talking too much nonsense. I don't even want to talk about you. You're not relevant to me right now. You guys are being idiots. You're hating for hate's sake. You're being mean for mean's sake, and I don't like it. I'm not going to stand for it. talking about him now. I'm talking about him now because Shaquille O'Neal, the voice of reason, is spoken by God. We're going to listen to him right now. And Shaq's had just about enough, but I'm with Shaq 100%. I was probably one of the first guys on Twitter, and when I realized the power it had, I knew I had to be very responsible. Followers, platform, whatever you call it, I knew I had to be responsible. I... I try to make people happy. I try to make people smile. My, my formula has always been the same. 60% to make you laugh, 30% to inspire you, and 10% whatever I'm selling, I'm selling. You have to be have to be aware of what you're doing. And you have to be aware that sometimes when you put stuff out, not everybody's going to like it. Some, some people are conscious, some people are not. I can tell he's not conscious. He doesn't really care what, what's going on. But us, I know that, that you know, the game that we used to love and we promote it brings people together and it hurts me sometimes when we have to sit up here to talk about stuff that divides the game now, now we got to answer for what this idiot has done mm-hmm. uh you know i'm i stand for equality of all people i've always been like that don't matter what religion no matter where you're from i could say shalom salam alaikum ni hao say bone because that's how i was raised so i don't, I don't really want to sit up here and answer questions for what he's done you know, if you're looking at me, it's my job to make people happy. I, I, I can't speak for him and, you know, answer for, for you know, what he's doing. It's, it's obviously by his answers and the way he answers, he doesn't really care. What, what did he say? What did he do? I must have missed it. And I mean, well, I'm an NBA fan, too. What did he do? He shared a post that was anti-Semitic. He did? Yeah. Wow. He didn't say it himself, but he shared something that was. Yes. Yeah. And then uh-huh. he defended it, and then he acted like he was put out, basically, by being called out for it. But this is not the first thing with him. Was it, it truly anti-Semitic, or was it one of those where it's like you have to read into widely it? Widely regarded. Really? Yeah, look into wow, it. Wow. The, the thing about Kyrie that bothers me. You can't do that. And you just again, can't do it. And I don't, I don't want to blanketly, you know, after Chappelle talked this a while back about calling people crazy, or, you know, you don't really have a full understanding of what they're going through. Right. But Kyrie has repeatedly said things that are stupid sure. and created animosity and strife in his life with his team and with the public. That's not necessary. You play a game that should be joyous, and you have an opportunity to bring a lot of happiness to people, 
and I don't know what happened to him, and it makes me sad. And I mean, that's basically that what Shaq just you, said. I mean, to me, that looks, and I'm reading into it. You got something going on behind the scenes Maybe that nobody does. knows about. The Maybe problem so, is he's know. a fake intellectual, and he looks at headlines or he looks at YouTube clips, and he thinks he has the full story, and then he acts like he's smarter than everybody else when he's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that he's intelligent. He may be. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I he know doesn't what have you're the saying. full story. Yeah, he never gets the full story and talks about things we didn't know about. Him. The earth isn't flat. <laughs>